Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. P equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at Business Bros Pod and visit the website See Us First. That's S I A S F I R S T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. That's how. That is how we do. That is how it is done. And it's funny, actually, we're talking about coaching because today's topic is about personnel management, specifically when it comes to leadership. So as coaches, we have a lot to... Uh, we had a lot to live up to, I guess, is the best way to say it. There's a lot of expectations on us and a lot of things that our clients and our agents expect from us, right? Well, we can't be leaders of lemmings. We can't be leaders of lemmings. We'll walk ourselves off a cliff. That's true. We all will. And, you know, they'll follow, I guess. They'll follow soon. So we got to make sure we're trying to be good leaders. Always. Always Always. being good leaders. And uh, so what is a good leader? What What is is leadership? What is leadership? So there's a couple different ways, right, that we could define leadership. One is getting people to do what you want them to do. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, you have kids? I have kids. You, can you get them to do what you want them to do sometimes? That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we. I guess we do, you know. I mean, getting people to do what you want them to do um, requires more than just, uh, hey, do this. Sometimes that right. works. Sometimes that works. But oftentimes. You know, a lot, a lot of times that works when you're working with people of a certain maturity level. Yeah. Right? Uh, or if it's just like, okay, well, I know I got to do it. Right. Right. Whatever. But the real trick, the real trick is not just to get people to do what you want them to do, but to get people to want to do what you want them to do. I want you to want to do the dishes. I want you to hey, want. Wait, it's not karaoke yet. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we want, we, you know, uh, what was it, that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and... Uh, the Breakup. Yes. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. I yeah. want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> but that's really what it is, right? We, In other words, you want people to see the reason why and buy in. Right, right, right. That is exactly what it is. It's showing people, look, this is what needs to be done. And it's not just a... This is what needs to be done, so do it. It's 
figuring out how to inspire them to actually have the same desires as you. Right. But I mean, there's there's something to be said about, you know, getting them to do it and this is you have to do it, right? Even I mean, if they don't want to. Even if they want to. Think of the military, for example. You were in oh, the yeah. military, right? Yes, sir. There's there's rank and order. Yep. So how do you get the guys to do what you were what you did what they didn't want to do? Well, that was a little bit easier. It's it's do it or else. Yeah. yeah. Right? If you don't do it, you literally will get half of your month's pay taken away for the next two months. Okay, but, but, there are good chiefs and there are bad chiefs. For sure. And it's not even chiefs. You know, in the military, there's a whole chain of command. There's a whole structure. So no matter what level you're at, there's always somebody above you, right? Even if you're the president of the United States, who do you answer to? The people. That's true. Right? You answer to the people. You answer to Congress. Right? Yeah, you're the commander in chief. You are technically at the top of the food chain. But even you, Mr. Trump, have a boss. Oh, yeah, that's true. And and every four years. Every four years, they get to decide whether or not you keep your job. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so, you're right. You're the commander in chief. But, I mean, but by the same token, even within the structure, right? Even within the pecking order, mm-hmm. there are still leaders in there that are good leaders and leaders that. You do it because you have to. Right. But there are leaders that you do it because you want to. Yeah, and there I mean that's that's the big thing, right? You have people that you listen to because you know that you have to listen to them. You they tell you to go, you know, take out the trash or clean a gutter or whatever it is that, that you have to do. Uh, they're called <laughs> different names. Anyway, um Roger that. You do that. Roger that. Exactly. And then you have people that lead in such a way that you will follow them into the fire. Right? Like, if shit goes down, I want this guy to be somewhere nearby. Right. Right. So that I can follow him because he's going to know where to go and I trust him and he's going to get me out of this mess. All right. So give me, give me a story. Like, give me a story of a good leadership event in in that you experienced in the navy in a bad leadership event maybe we can use the these stories to kind of continue to go because i feel like when we're when we're you know when you're talking about personnel and you're building these systems for for the insurance company and you're doing all these things you're taking the experiences that you had in the military Mm -hmm. especially since one of our partners was ex-military also yep right so you're taking what you've learned in the military as far as you know, some things you do delegate. Some things you do tell the your team, this is just the way you're going to do it. This is how you're going to do it. But there are other aspects to what you do that are inspiring. Like when Absolutely, you're done yeah. with a call, it's not it's not just, all right, everybody got it good, done. You're also there like, look, hey, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we're doing this. Everybody, you're all doing a great job. We all have the same thing in mind, right? You're, you're taking other aspects of what it is to be a leader and incorporate them together because you want to be a good leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what kind of stories you got there? Well, I guess I'll give you, uh, the bad ones are easy, right? The bad ones are, there are several leaders that will just get in your face and in the military is different from civilian world, right? They can get in your face and put you at attention and yell at you for several minutes at a time, you know, and keep you standing at attention for hours until you, basically want to pass out and you know those that kind of discipline is is built into you during boot camp and you just do it right and the types of leaders that lead with an iron fist that way those are easy to identify 
the good leaders are the ones that tell you exactly what you really need to know. I had, now, my best chief, you know what, I'm just going to tell him. I'm just going to say right right now, uh, Chief Richardson, right? Uh, chief Richardson, he was definitely my favorite chief, the best guy that I worked for. Uh, chief Jeff Richardson, if you're listening, this one's a shout out to you. This guy is the one who basically told me, look, I don't care what kind of stuff you do, you know, outside of work hours. I don't care what you're working on during work hours. I'm not going to be breathing down your neck about every single little thing that you're doing or not doing. However, if I find out about something that you're doing or not doing from somebody outside of our division, outside of our department, I'm going to be pissed. So if something goes wrong, if there's a possibility that something might go wrong, if there's an inkling that something might go wrong, I want to hear it from you. And so I take, I actually take that even into our company now. And, you know, uh, our, our company president, he wants to know, he wants to be kept in the loop, whatever stuff is going on. Keep me in. Just let me know if I find out about it from somebody else, I'm going to be pissed. Right. Right. So there was that. And then there was also, you know, I remember there was this one project that we were working on and we just, it was, it was, um, big, heavy ship doors. Right. And we were trying to take this thing apart. And I mean, we were we were going at it with all of our strength. And he came out and he helped us out and he took this gigantic uh, pipe wrench to this nut. And then he gets this pole and sticks it on there. And he's like leaning on it and putting all of his weight into it. And we're like we're all doing the same thing. When that thing finally cracked, uh, he actually fell through, busted his ankle. But he's like, hell, man, it had to get done. See, but that had to get done. That's the and leader he's that, right there with you. That's that's the thing, right? He's in the trenches. Yep. Right. He's not he's not barking at you to get it done. He rolled up his sleeves, got dirty right alongside us. That's the difference between and he led by example. Right. Now that's I mean, and that's that's exactly what I'm seeing with what you're doing, right? The culture in our company is not a fear based culture. They don't fear you as a boss. You know? I hope not. I, yeah, I hope not. You're not leading with an iron fist, and and but but I do see a lot of organizations, a lot of organizations that are like that. People mm-hmm. hate going to work, and they probably have a lot of turnover. And it's not necessarily. I'm not saying that that's a bad way to lead. That's just a way to lead. Right. Right. And and, and you know the the navy that works gets, out. It gets, it gets things done. done. Right. The navy's still fine, and it has leaders like that, but mm-hmm. it also has the other type. Right. But if you can lead by example, if you can, you know, these are things where you you. You listen first, right? There's stories of CEOs that come to companies and they spend the first couple months just watching and listening to the, yes. the what's going on within the company already, right? Mm-hmm. So that when mm-hmm. they finally do get the urge to speak, well, when they do say something, it's usually a question. Yes. It's a, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you trying to achieve? They're trying to understand where you are coming from. Right. Right, where your employees are coming from. What is it that they're doing? Why are you doing it that way? Because these are the people that are doing the day-to-day activity. And you want to know what they don't want to hear? Because we've always done it that way. Because we've always done it that way, right? Well, it's not that they don't want to hear that. It's that even if they do hear that, mm-hmm. they 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 can write that down and be like, it's okay, a that's that's a that's a problem, mm-hmm. right? Because if if you if your employees, if the people who are working for you, if they don't know what it is you're doing and the reason why they're doing it. There's no way they're going to improve on what it is that they want to do. Mm-hmm. 
teachers do this all the time, right? So in in teaching, like when we teach math, math has different levels, right? Let's we'll just make it simple. It's course one, course two, course three, mm-hmm. right? And a math teacher in course three expects the students to have learned certain things from two and one, right? And if they never, if the students never have those skills, then they got to look back and say, well, where, what was going on there? Mm-hmm. What messed up? Where'd you mess up, right? And if a kid answers something like, well, that's the way I've always done it. I mean, that is not a legitimate answer, right? You need to know why does X equal two? <laughs> what does it mean in the context of this problem? But all too often we have just the answer, right? right? And and that's what a, you know, a good leader is going to ask about that. And if they hear something like that's just the way we've been doing it, they... You know that's a trigger word. They can come back and assess that a little bit, a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to get an understanding and a clarification for the way that other people think, right? A good leader is going to try to get an understanding of the way that his, uh, I don't know, what do you call them, the subordinates. Subordinates. There you go. I knew there was a word. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I think good leaders tend to have um, strong skills when it comes to high level overview. So, I I mean, this isn't necessarily indicative only of good leaders, but I think that, that good managers, at least, because that's what I do. That's what I am. I'm, I'm a manager more than I am anything else. And when you look at a problem and you kind of see it from the top down and you see all the different pieces, and I wish, I wish people could, like, watch me because I talk with my hands a lot, <laughs> but you see all the different pieces laid out in front of you and you figure out, okay, I need to take this piece that's up here on the top right and I need to move it down here to the bottom right. And this piece that's up here on the top left, I need to move it right up on top of that piece that I just moved to the top right. And it needs to all fit the right way. And flow. And flow. And good leaders, the best leaders, find the people and harness their strengths in each of those different positions. Right. And and that's the thing, right? You are showing your people how you're going to help them using their strengths. Using their strengths. Right. How are you going to make this process better? Right. So that it's not just the way we've been doing it. It's there's a reason why your job is important. Here's mm-hmm. the overall picture, and here's how what you do really well will help achieve that goal mm-hmm. better, more efficiently, right. faster, whatever it is, right? I mean, and then and then the other thing that good leaders do is once they've once they've assigned people in the right spots, once they've once they've uh, walked through the whole process, they're there like like chief was right. They've rolled up their sleeves. They've helped and uh, you know understand what's going on, get a good understanding, and then they can delegate and stand clear, right? Right. Then they get out of the way of the person's strengths. Yeah, it's, you know, the, you, you build the confidence and faith of your subordinates when you show them, I've been where you are, and I can do the things that you're doing. You know, you, I've been there, and I'll do this with you, but once I show you how to do it, I expect you to be able to do it from there. Right. You're the expert. You're the expert now. Yeah. Take it and run with it. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's more than just, you know, taking a run with it. It's also like, now you know why you're doing it. Yes. Right. And that's always important too. And, and I am an, you know, I have an open door. If you, now that you know why it's being done and you come up with a way that can benefit the entire process or make it more efficient, my door is open. This is not the only way. This is just the way that we see it best now. Right. So 
for me that what you just said is basically saying if you if the reason why you do something is because you've always done it that way rethink what you're doing right figure out why you're doing it and make sure that you believe in what you're doing well but here's the difference between different types of leaders right if you're the type of leader that is doing that you're listening first you're getting an understanding you have that open communication you're you're in the trenches helping them out then all of a sudden if that if that subordinate sees something that can improve the entire system mm-hmm. that subordinate is more willing to go up to you as a leader and share that information yes that's true because if you're the type of leader that's leading with an iron fist that's oh, argumentative the whole way through, mm-hmm. that is fighting you at every aspect, that is nagging at you for things that are irrelevant to the process, mm-hmm. right? Because they can. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you see an opportunity to make it better, there's no way you're going to go over there and talk to that guy. No, you want to stay all. clear. You don't ever want to associate with that kind of leader. No. And that's why that's why having good leadership skills and, and taking the process and taking that time to be that kind of leader it pays dividends in the long run. It definitely does. It definitely does. I mean, if you are able to figure out how to motivate people, if you are able to figure out how to inspire people, if you are able to figure out how to get people, again, to want to do the things that you want them to do, if you can figure out how to get people to basically follow you into a fire, you know, that's the kind of leadership that runs million-dollar companies, billion-dollar companies. So I fully believe that... People like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs, RIP, you know, these people were those types of leaders. I also believe that there was a lot about them. There is a lot about them that's very harsh and very strict and very regimented and, you know, they don't have a whole lot of... uh, Patience for nonsense. Patience for nonsense. Thank you. Um but by the same token, I think that they really do inspire the people around them to bring their best. And I think it's because those people bring their best. Yeah. There's not a time that you didn't see those people doing the one thing that they are great at and working hard to achieve the goal that they are trying to achieve, right? It's kind of like, uh, I remember when I brought you to the first pipeline meeting ever for an insurance company you got out of the navy you got out of the navy you didn't really have a clue what you were going to do you started the gi bill right yep and i was like you're coming with me and you're going to join the insurance company i was like oh well damn i just turned my buddy down in richmond who wanted me to join the insurance company (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'm doing insurance come on over and i remember you sitting i asked you how the meeting went at the end you're like i have no idea what the hell they're talking about (laughs) no right but now it's different now you are leading teams now and I run training agents with what it is that I don't know what it is you're talking about either. <laughs> right? <laughs> or same thing, you know, how about this podcast, for example? You didn't want to do this podcast. Not at I, first. But I dragged you into it, right? And you drag me into a lot of things that I don't want to do, do sometimes. I do. I'm sorry, but yeah, hey. you know what? When it comes right down to it, that's all. That's how it's always been since we were kids. <laughs> and I used to get in trouble for it, <laughs> but now, now it's actually, uh, you know, reaping a lot of really good dividends. And so, uh, you know, thank you for being such a awesome big brother. And well, you welcome. know, well, I mean, it, it comes to the point where what I was trying to make was how do you motivate people, right? How do you motivate? How do you people? motivate people? Like sometimes you got to believe in what you're doing. Even if you don't really know 
that it's going to work out yet, right? I didn't know what extent you were going to do in insurance. I had no clue, right? (laughs) I didn't know how this podcast was going to turn out. I had no clue. But I was like, dude, this is the best thing ever. You got to do it. We're in it. We're in it. We're doing this. And, you know, I didn't know. I'm like, I have no clue. I mean, I was the accountant in the pipeline insurance. I'm still the accountant, right? I don't know how to sell insurance. I don't know anything about insurance, right? Well, I know you more know a now. a little bit, yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but I was like, come on, this is the best thing ever. Sure. Right? Yeah. Podcast, dude, I got this podcast equipment. We're doing a podcast. Come on. We're doing the best thing ever. What? What? Huh? Oh, right? Okay. I had to fake it a little bit, but over time, we've developed skills, right? Over For time sure. with the consistency. And, and sometimes a good leader has to, you know, pull you a little bit right Definitely. drag you a little bit that's kind of the coaching that we do too we we're holding your feet to the fire a little bit we're just lighting it just a little bit just to give you a little burn just so you can feel the sensation mm-hmm. that there's something mm-hmm. there so and drive you in the right direction so i want to i want to touch on this a little bit because i know that there are some people that are going to tell me you know if you're just out there faking it and it's not genuine that's going to come across too and people won't necessarily believe in you or follow you or etc and so on and you know what you're right Hell yeah. Go back you and listen right. to our, one of our first podcasts. Right? You can tell you didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But most Fair people enough. aren't going to go that far back, right? We're 75 episodes in. That's 74, awesome. 75 episodes in. Woo-hoo. They're not going to really go back to one until we tell them here and then they're going to go check it out just to hear yeah, your sure, voice, Just right? to hear how bad I was. Right? No, but the thing is, you know, even if you do have to kind of fake it a little bit, if you want to believe in whatever it is that you're doing if you want to build that that confidence and that love for whatever it is you're doing again you're coming to things from a place of service you're coming to things from a place of love and so like this week for example we had this this new product that you know um this new product that we're developing by the way to hell with it i'll just promote it here if anybody wants an apple watch for 25 dollars plus tax come talk to me Shoot me an email, james at csfirst.com. And an Apple Watch? An hey, Apple Watch. First time I'm hearing about this. <laughs> yeah, well, this is great. And then, then you'll get to hear it. Uh, I'll, I'll, look, I'm not a life insurance agent. Mm-hmm. I am a property and casualty agent. So I cannot talk to you too much about exactly what these different products are. But I what I can tell you is that this product through Pipeline Insurance... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you sign up for this product and you add this particular uh, product to it and you can get an Apple Watch for $25. So if you want an Apple Watch for 25 bucks, come shoot me an email, james at csfirst.com. Find us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod. Shoot me a little D. De- Slide into my DMs. <laughs> I had to throw that in had there. Had to throw it in there. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll put you in touch with the right people to get an Apple Watch for 25 bucks. <laughs> That's one way to motivate people. That's one way to motivate people. So <laughs> here you go. You know, we're talking about uh, believe, in, believe in what you're doing. And so finally, you know, I got to this point where I'm like, heck yeah, I love this product. This I believe cool. in this product. I want an Apple Watch for 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm out there pitching it to the team and... Um, I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand. They're like, well, what's the difference? Insurance is insurance. And so let me just kind of break this down. You insure your stuff, right? That's required. Your house, your car, your business. All of that stuff is required by law usually or by the bank. The thing that actually matters is your life, right? But that's the optional one. And so to protect all of your stuff, that's one license. To protect your life, that's a separate license. And a lot of times the two don't communicate. 
No. A lot of times, people who are protecting your stuff stay protecting your stuff, and the people who want to protect your life stay protecting your life. And a lot of times, the two licenses don't mix. But uh, in our agency, they definitely do. We have a lot of really cool stuff, a lot of really uh, uh, fun and interesting products, and uh, we really have true professionals that know how to put you in the right place to protect yourself the best way that uh, sh- that fits for you. And to top it all off, we can get you an Apple Watch for $25. Can't knock that one, dude. <laughs> I like that. We I love it. You know, okay, so how to motivate people. We help them see the benefits in doing what they don't want to do, right? Who does? Who wants to go get an insurance quote? Nobody. But there are benefits to getting an insurance quote. You can get a $25 Apple Watch. Whoop, whoop. That's awesome, right? So, you know, I got I, I dropped these three things because if you ever noticed at the beginning of our show, we ask you three questions, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, and these three questions are the types of things when we try to structure our podcast, we're really doing this, these three questions every single time. And it's kind of a way to get into your head and get you into action, right? So the first question is always going to be a why question, then it's a what, and then it's a how. So why are you doing this? Right. If you have a goal, like you're going to lose weight, you're going to make money, you're going to retire, you're going to go to college. Why are you doing it? What's the purpose? What, what drives is the you? purpose? Right. Why are you doing these things? Oh, because I want to be fit. Oh, because I want to retire. Oh, because I want to take vacations because I want to earn more money. These are the why things that that you've set the goal for. That's why the goal is there. Once you have that set up, then it's the what if. So what we do is we set you up with a why. We tell you why it is that you wanted to be a good leader. You want to be a good leader so that your business is working efficiently, right? You want to be a good leader so that your employees are happy. You want to be a good leader so that your business thrives, your employees thrive, and everybody wins. Mm -hmm. That's the why. Then it's the what if, right? Well, what if you did the thing that you didn't want to do? Right? What if you went out and prospected? Mm-hmm. What if you knocked on those doors? What if you made those appointments? Is what if the you how? follow up? Yeah, no, this is the what if. Oh, this is still the what if, okay. This is the what if. What if you did those things? If you did those things, what would life look like for you? Oh, It would look a lot better, you right? would think. Then all of a sudden, you are, picture yourself on the beach. Picture yourself finishing and graduating college. Picture yourself... You know, giving the middle finger to the job that you didn't want to be at for, you know, your nine to five. Take right? this job and, and shove shovel it. it. <laughs> <laughs> shovel it. Shovel it. Shovel it. Oh, yeah. Demolition man. Demolition, Demolition man. man. I was doing I was doing my karaoke again. Oh, OK. You went karaoke. Oh, yeah. I went karaoke. Almost. Almost. It's almost karaoke time. It's almost karaoke time. All right. And so so once we show you the what if you did this, this is what your life would look like. Now we tell you how to do it. Right. right. And then how to do it is, you know, that's where the coaching comes in, right? This is where we're showing you, you know, you do step A, step B, step C. Once you know how to do it, how to write it, you know, how to knock on a door, how mm-hmm. to pick up the phone, follow the script, pre-qualify script, whatever it is, right? We've gotten, we've gotten you to, we've, we've identified the why, we've identified what it's going to look like when you're done, and now this is how you're going to do it. And hopefully within those three steps, your mind's kind of clicking over and saying, damn, I should probably get on this. Right. If you walk out of our shows, if you finish in 30 minutes and you feel pumped, you feel like, OK, I'm going to do this. It's because we've achieved that in your mind. Yes. And that's what good leaders try to do. That's what good coaches try to do. What's your goal? What if you achieve your goal? What would that look like? Mm-hmm. Now, this is how we're going to do it. Right. And every single coaching call, every single leader does this. You know, usually they, you don't even know that it's, it's happening because it's just part of your conversation. Mm-hmm. But it gives you that motivational factor to go out there and do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's 
I couldn't have said it any better myself. Very, very well said. And it's basically at this point that, you know, we want to invite you to join us. Be part of the coaching program and give yourself the opportunity to get out of your own way. Give yourself the opportunity to have somebody right behind you, pushing you, keeping you accountable, making sure that you're doing all those things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them, making sure that you're doing them at the highest level, making sure that you're, like I said, being held accountable. That's the big thing that really comes from the coaching. And if you're not getting it from you know, someone in your life, you need that to get up into the next level. Unless you unless you're absolutely happy where you're at, you are great financially, you don't have to worry about anything, then by all means, you shouldn't even be listening to us probably. You're you're good to go. Yeah. But if you're listening to us, it's probably because you still struggle financially. It's probably because you're not in a place where you want to be in your business. It's probably because you need help. You're just too stubborn to actually go out and get the help that you're looking for. You think you're going to figure it out someday somehow some way, but Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. And even we have learned that recently. Once again, thank you, Melina, at the Brainy Biz. So, everybody needs help. Even the greatest athletes have coaches. So, you need to, if you want to elevate your game, only if, I'm just going to throw that, only if you want to elevate your game, reach out. If you're good where you're at, cool. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the likes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Just leave us a review. Do us a favor. Yeah. But other than that, um, I mean, that's. I think that's all we got for them today. Sounds pretty good to me. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.